We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. So my first show as a native of Vegas, a Vegas resident, I couldn't do it at the Blue Wire studio without having a guy who played a big part in me getting an opportunity to come out here. Uh, I think I'm his best friend when it comes to podcasting, so I'm going to let him answer that. But my guy, Super Bowl <laughs> champion, a, what is it, 14-year pro? I wish. 12. You see, look, and I'm I'm setting this up like we're podcast best friends and I don't even have that answer. My guy, Will Blackman, joining <laughs> me. What's good, man? First of all, do you miss me? Yo, relax. <laughs> I'm not answering anything, all right? You sent the, you said, hey, you got me? I said, I got you. That's it. That says enough, okay? Let- Just let you guys, audience, he asked me last second and I said, I got you. Well, to be fair, I did hit you over the weekend, and then you replied to me. That's late, still last but, second for me. That's okay. last second for me. Fair enough. Okay, I don't know. I don't know my schedule till Sunday night, so I can't even plan anything. But I got you. I'm here. I am. My God, how you been, man? We're you know I'm used to us two talking often, and we were recording together. We were doing your podcast, upsets and underdogs. How, how you holding up? I haven't talked to you in a while. I've been good. I'm in. I'm in the trenches, man, with the the wine club with um. You know, I'm, I'm cooking some things up in the podcast world as well. Um, I actually got a couple of um, college football games later this fall in the booth, um, which I'm stoked about. And then uh, probably going to do the London games, too. So, yeah, it's going to be a, a, a prosperous uh, fall. So I'm stoked for all that stuff, man. Seems like this is a busy time of the year for you, right? It is. It is a busy time, but I tell you what, though, you know, enough enough about what I'm doing, man. My man is my, my man's in Sin City for good. <laughs> Let's go. They got me. They got. It didn't take Let's, much. They, they, they got didn't, me. It didn't take much. It it didn't take much. But you, you, that's where you belong. You know, NYC was cool and all, but it, that's where you belong. Okay, that is that is the life, man. That is, first of all, I am I am super proud of you, man, because um, just to that's a big move. 
that's a big move, bro. Like to to do that, you know, most I feel like most of people I know back east, because I'm from I'm from Rhode Island, like we don't really go that far, you know. We might go to Boston, we might go to New York, New York might go to Boston, New York, you know, maybe go to Florida. But for you to pick up and go and like, I'm just gonna do this, go to Vegas. That's what's up, bro. Hey man, I, it means a lot coming from you. Uh, we had a conversation one time in private, and I'll keep it private. You said something really nice and encouraging to me, so I, I, that always resonated with me, and I always keep it in the back of my mind. So uh, and, and enough with this love affair that we're displaying right now on the pod. That's what you're displaying. I'm not displaying <laughs> no love affair. I said I was happy for you. Hey, I appreciate you, man. Let's dive into week one, and I, I, I do, I do got to say that I've learned a lot from you from when we were doing our show together and uh, getting the actual player's perspective on things. One of the questions that I got for you, dude, is what is it like after week one, right? You've been, you've been in training camp. You've been doing all these camps and mini camps and OTAs and all that. And then you finally get to week one where football really matters and it's going to be kept on the records. And then maybe it doesn't go the way that you aspired it to go. What is like the vibe heading into week two like after a week one sort of dud, I guess you could say. Um, I mean, it's it's week one, you know, it's it's a long season at the end of the day. You, you definitely, they sting more when they are uh, division games. Um, that's what it does because you, you really want to win those. However, especially now, it is a longer season, you know, it's 17 weeks. So you don't panic, but um, it, it lets you know the things you need to adjust as a team. It lets you know like how you guys prepared um, going into that game. So yeah, it's just it's just a matter of like, okay, this is first live action one on ones for four quarters. Let's see how we're doing and where we're at right now. You know, um, yeah, and it kind of validates enough for guys in front office too. So yeah, I think right now it's like no no panic unless <laughs> no panic button unless you lose your quarterback. <laughs> that's a big that's a big deal. Hey, you ever been in locker rooms where after week one, you felt like maybe it wasn't said, but inside your gut, you're like, oh, this is going to be a rough year for us. Shoot. I mean, I I felt like that when I was in. um, I can't say that. No, I did not feel like that because I always feel like especially early, it's it's wide open. But Jacksonville was kind of like, man, like, okay, we have an interesting team here. We're going to have to like scrap. Every single week, I think we got yeah, we got beat by we were like yeah, we went zero and eight. So the first week was tough. The next week was tough. We had a we had a rough uh, slate of games right there when I was in Jacksonville. But uh, especially early in the season, you just you just never know. Um, I mean, prime example, no one had Cincy going to the Super Bowl. Like, let's be real. You know what I mean? Um, so yeah, any given Sunday, man. So that's why I never really panicked until like we were zero and eight. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, at that point, at that point, it gets rough. Hey, well, I want to start talking a little bit about week one, man. And I do feel like week one, that Monday after the that first opening slate of games, that's where people overreact the most. So I got some overreactions over here, and I asked you to prepare some too. And I feel like I'll lead this one off. My overreaction is Chiefs offense is going to be just fine without Tyreek. As long man, as that's they, my overreaction. Yeah, right. So, so t- tell me how you feel, and then, and then I'll give you a follow up. My whole thing with the Kansas City, it's simple, right? As long as you have Andy Reid, as long as you have Patrick Mahomes, you're good. 
<laughs> you're good. You can literally just cycle through receivers and 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 that's it. Just get guys with speed who can, who can, you know, catch the ball. Um that's how they've been playing. Obviously Tyreek was an exceptional uh athlete. Kelsey is, you know, one of the best tight ends uh to play this game, but you have Mahomes who can get the ball wherever he wants and you have Andy Reid who can draw up any play that he wants. So as long as you have those two, you can it could be a revolving door of receivers. You know, receivers who like a Juju Smith who's trying to like get back to where he was. Like that's it's going to be a revolving door for those type of guys. It's going to be kind of like, you know, when when guys want to play with Brady, it's going to be like that. So that's why that's why I was like there's going to be no panic at all whatsoever. Uh, I know a lot of the media is because like Tyreek was a big deal. Yeah, he took the top off the defense, but this is going to allow Patrick Mahomes to methodically go down the field. I mean, I, I saw something crazy. They had 33 first downs. Like, come on, man. Like, <laughs> I can't wait till Thursday. Oh, yeah. Thursday, Thursday <laughs> is going to be a bar fight. I can't wait for Thursday either. We'll get to Thursday in a sec. But yeah, man, to add to that, you know, one thing I do like, uh, I love when guys bet on themselves. Like Juju being in a one year deal, I think that's really dope for him. And he, dude, was a he was a beast in Pittsburgh, man. And then you know he started getting banged up a bit. The tail end of Big Ben with him there too was, you know, Big Ben was not the quarterback he was when Juju first got there. And then he had the tail end of that A B drama that was going down over there in Pittsburgh. Right. And uh, I remember you saying it about Kansas City last year how the the recipe is you can't have Kelsey and Tyreek run wild on you because then they're impossible to stop. And then you look at Kelsey, dude did his usual stuff, nine catches right. for 121 yards. And then you had Juju contribute six for 79. MVS did his thing too. Like they just have so many weapons. And you know, as long as they got Andy Reid and Mahomes, as long as 15 is upright, uh, I think they're going to be fine. And that's what you saw yesterday. No doubt about it. What's one that you got? Overreaction? Yeah, give me like a, you know, everyone loves hot takes. Like what, what's something that might not age well in a couple of weeks from now, but today you're feeling spicy. Man, I just, I don't know. I like, I like, I was, how can I say this? <laughs> I had, I had Detroit upsetting Philly yesterday. I did. I really thought they were going to do that. I feel like. I feel like Detroit's going to be a trap game for a lot of people. Like, like Detroit might find their way into the being in the hunt somehow um, in that division. You know, obviously Minnesota looks fantastic right now and Green Bay has got to figure it out. Chicago, we don't know because it was such a terrible weather game. So you can't get a real gauge on how they are, but you love how Justin Fields was super composed uh, doing that stuff. So Detroit, I'm just going to say, just watch out for Detroit straight up. Yeah, man. Last year, we were, we were talking about Detroit, how like all the professional betters loved them because they had the best record against the spread, even though they would yeah. lose those games that all of them were super right. competitive and they come down to the wire. And then you don't saw let, Don't let Detroit catch you in a sandwich game. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Let's go. He remembers that. Let's go. Okay. <laughs> sandwich spot. Hey, don't let them catch you. I actually, one of my overreactions got to do with that Bears and Niners game and from your experience, you ever been in a locker room where there were there was a quarterback battle and maybe half the locker room wanted one guy and the other wanted the other guy maybe? Because I, I kind of have a feeling Jimmy G's been so successful with them in San Francisco. Say what you want, but like 
dude just wins games and he went to two NFC title games, got him to a Super Bowl. He gets them to the big games. Right. It's not it's not going to be right. flashy. It's not going to be pretty, but it's going to get the job done. Look, he's doing enough to get you to the big game. And that is a thing that's so um so like miss like not not talked about. Like he gets you to the big game and that's huge. That's all that's all that really matters. Can they get it done when it matters? You know what I'm saying? So um, I no, I haven't really been in a situation where it was a quarterback battle. You know, I've been like again, I keep mentioning Jacksonville where we had like a we had tons of quarterbacks playing different times, but I've been lucky, man. I was in Green Bay, Favre, you know, never missed a game. Aaron Rodgers never missed a game. Eli never missed a game. So we always had like that dude who was going to be there. He was accountable. Stability too, right? Not need to worry about right. it week to week. Man, right. What? We don't need to find. We don't need to find a successor. You know, we have our guy because he's not leaving the game. Like the best backup job ever was being Eli's backup because he never left. Yeah, and he was always showing up every week too. Man, I th- I feel like Jimmy G might be starting come October. Am I uh, uh, am I bugging for that? You might be bugging because this is this is it's hard to get a true gauge on Trey Lance in that game. Like that was just a like Debo didn't even play well in that game. Yeah, and they didn't have Kittle. They didn't have yeah, like that that's that's a tough one, you know. I think that game was Overall, like the team just got it done. It was in Chicago. That was a terrible field, and and just Chicago just figured it out. So, um, and plus, Fields has more. He has more game experience yeah. um, than than Trey Lance. So I think just just give him a few because eventually he'll figure it out. Yeah, Trey Lance. I think I think I saw it was his third or fourth game starting since like 2019 because he sat out because right. of COVID and then all that right. you know, last year going down. So yeah, no, nah, that's a that's a fair. That's what I'm saying. For sure. Uh, can I give you one that has to do with my team? Um, you can, and I'm going to like it. I think Saquon Barkley is the best back in the NFL. I've been talking about that for a while now, and we haven't seen it because he's been injured. And I think everything around him, it finally meshed together. Uh, Brian Dable being there, the offensive line is much better. Daniel Jones still drives me crazy. I put out tweets like get Tyrod in at halftime because, you know, I'm irrational sometimes when it comes to them. <laughs> but uh, Saquon yesterday, I think that that and the Saints game he had last year where they won in overtime in the Superdome are the two best games that he's had as, as a New York Giant. And you got to see why he was the number two overall pick and why he's one of the best, and in my opinion, the best running back in the league. Well, I can't crown him just yet. Um, because the reigning champ still had a good game, That's and your Jonathan boy. Taylor. That's your boy too. Yeah, and Jonathan Taylor. Saquon looks like Saquon, and you know you want to make sure that he can continue to do it and make sure that he stays healthy. And um, but I think he's in. I think he's in a great position, man. You saw, you saw the energy with with Coach Dabble. Um, how he was, and I spoke to a couple guys over there, and they're like, "Man, I really love, I love the culture that they're building here." Um, and when you hear that from the players, uh, that's that says a lot. And you you saw, I mean, I mean, Sterling Shepard and Saquon they they didn't have they didn't really do anything since 2018 in terms of playing a full season. Um, and you saw when he hugged them both, like that says a lot right there. Um, I mean, the fourth quarter they had the ball for about 10 minutes uh, in order to get it done. And then put the ball in their court, in Tennessee's court, for them to go down there and, and kick a field goal to, to 
hopefully win the game. So, yeah, it was cool, man. It was cool that they didn't go for the tie. They went for two. You just love the energy there. But, yeah, um, that is very possible. If everyone stays healthy over there, it's possible because Saquon's on one right now. He's feeling good, and he's pissed off. Hey, well, I don't know how to act, man. It's the first time they want to know since 2015. I'm looking at the schedule, getting ahead of myself, but they got three straight home games now. They got Carolina. They're going to play Dallas without Dak. And then they're going to play Chicago all at home. Yeah, I'm, I'm going I'm to try my, my best to not get full of myself, but I'm not going to know how to act nah, if but, they end but, up like but, 4 but get, but get excited. Embrace that. I hate when you know people get terrified. Like, man, don't jinx it. F that jinx. For sure. Embrace and, and, it. And with, with, with Shepard and Barkley, like, Giants got a lot of turnover since then. They got to be two of the longest tenured players with the Giants right now. I mean, off the top yep. of my head, I can't think of anyone. Maybe there's a lineman, but for the most part, like all the all the key players for them, is them two is that Hernandez have been there. Is Hernandez still there? I'm sorry. Is Hernandez still there? No, Hernandez isn't there. They didn't. They didn't re-up him. He left. So, like, yeah, man, it's it, it's been a long time coming. He went to Arizona. That's where he is. Yeah. So that was another one of my overreactions. Uh, Arizona desperately need D Hop. I was gonna say. I was just gonna say Arizona. They're gonna have problems. So man, oh man. So if you if you think about it, right, like D Hop's gonna be out the first six games because of his suspension. But then yep. they also lost Christian Kirk too, and Kirk ain't coming right. back. And and right. I've always been a Kirk truther. I feel like he's a very solid football player, and I'm happy that he got the bag over in Jacksonville. But dude, you're down the, your top two wide receivers from the year before. That's why it kind of looked the way it did yesterday. Yeah, it's it's um. I mean, then again, though, they played the Chiefs. I mean, that's True. pretty tough. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. <laughs> they played they played a Chiefs team who's turned up because they're saying, like, they're not going to be good uh, without Tyreek. So that's interesting. Uh, last one from me. Uh, you were talking about you're excited for that Thursday night game. That Thursday night game is going to be the Chargers and the Chiefs. They're playing in Arrowhead last year. The Chargers beat them in Arrowhead. And then Kansas City went into L.A. and they got revenge later on on that uh, banger of a Thursday yep. night football game. Uh, for me, dude, I think I know we saw Buffalo last Thursday. And one of my favorite things about week one as a whole, it's like every time you saw one quarterback, you're like, oh, it is the best QB in the league. Then another one right. had a great game. And then Mahomes right. had a great game. And then it was Herbert. I think the Chargers got the most complete team in the NFL, Bosa and Mac went wild yesterday with the pressures. And I'm going to have to disagree. They also, they, they, we also didn't see him with JC Jackson, too. And I know Asante Samuel Jr. played well. I was a big fan of his coming out. But you're saying the Chargers have the most complete team? I think top to bottom, yeah, they got the most complete team in the league. Hmm. All, all levels of know. the field, if you combine everything, I, I, I think if you were to do like I a. I mean, if you come. If you combine everything in Buffalo, I'm talking top down, literally GM, coaching oh, yeah. staff, yeah. players. Um, I mean, I guess if you go talent man, on QB, the field, I'm taking QB. You taking Josh or or Herbert? Look, I'm a Herbert stand, I'm, but I'd probably you're taking Allen or Herbert. I'd I'd take Allen. Bias aside, I love Justin Herbert. I, I would I would take Allen. Okay, running backs. Eckler. Taking Eckler over all everybody, right? So you yeah. everybody. 
Yeah, James Cook, Singletary, Moss. Receivers. Man, Diggs is... Oh, Gabriel Diggs. Yeah. <laughs> probably, yeah, you're right, you're right, you're right. They just no, lost no, but Keenan, no, too. Don't, don't let me sway you, you know. Yeah, but then I think I if think you, after that, I think after that, if you start going defensive line, linebackers, and DBs, everyone healthy, I'd probably take the Chargers right now. They got a solid D line in terms of, well, yeah, you got Bosa and Mac, but you know, I like Oliver and Vaughn. And Russo you know, too was yeah. And yeah, safety. They got they got Durham, but they got two all pro safeties. And right now Tredavious White is injured. But them boy Micah Hyde and Poyer. Yeah, they're, they're the staples on the back end for sure. Yeah. I don't know, man. It, it, it's interesting, right? You know, the one thing that it could be a toss up. It's the, a toss up. I would I'll give you the front office and the head coach because Brandon's Brandon, <laughs> no, I'm talking about the staff. The whole staff. So here's the thing, right? Like I, I feel like Staley can win them two games that your average coach wouldn't win, but then he'll also lose two games because of how aggressive he is in his coaching style that two coaches would probably win. So that's where I would I would defer to you and, and take the coaching staff in front office of, of Buffalo. But I really think Herbert was dialed in, man, yesterday, and so was Mahomes, too. He threw five touchdowns. That's going to be a banger on, on, on Thursday. And uh, the last thing I want to ask you about is, is it fair to say you're Packers? Is that who you pledge your allegiance to in the, in the league? A man has no team. <laughs> Bala Mugulis. <laughs> would you would you think of, would you think of Green Bay, man? Because I, I know we were just talking about the look, Chargers. Devonte Devonte left the Young Bucks with, with a Rod. If Christian Watson, if Watson makes that catch, we're not we're not having any conversations. You just got to make that catch. That would have been a huge like momentum shift and also a confidence booster for him. Yeah, and, and Rodgers too, catch. right? Rodgers is good. Just make that catch. No. Well, yeah, confidence in him. Like, yeah, right? Back yeah, that's what him. I meant. No doubt about it. Because it's, I mean, people can be like, "Oh, they didn't, they didn't prepare in the offseason. They didn't work together." It's like, bro, a football is a football. He threw a dime. Okay, go route, catch that, touchdown. Mm. You playing? You playing with Aaron Rodgers? That ball is gonna be there. Get, just get to your spot. And that was a perfect dime. It, was, there was, it wasn't like a dig route at a certain uh, depth, you know, versus a certain coverage where they have, you know, signals and ball location. This was a go route. Catch the ball, and we're good. Nah. And we're right. good. You're right. You know? And then also, too, defensively, it's like, bro, know where Justin Jefferson is. Like, how hard is that? Yeah, he was getting how hard. Like, just it was ridiculous. Bro, he was getting how open. wide. That's what I'm saying. And it was like simple things like condensed formations, play action. They were running, you know, race routes across the field. No, you they they should know that once there's a tight split, like bro, like be ready for some kind of action. Like that is football one on one. I don't know what they were thinking in that secondary with that. Like that was driving me crazy. He was just finding. Open spots. If you're not worried, if you're not covering him, then forget about it. 184 yards later, whatever you had. Yeah, there was one uh, on his second touchdown. It looked like he caught the ball coming across the middle. And then when he, when he like peeped back to see if there was anyone by him, he was blown away at how open he was. <laughs> right. Because they were, what happened was when he, when you 
do the crisscrosses, you're trying to see who's going to bite what. So for the DBs, you're, you're supposed to communicate a pre-snap and then pass it off. No one passed it off. Two sa- the safety dove on the first crosser. Therefore, um, Justin Jefferson came across on the other crosser, deep crosser, and he was wide open. Like, that's, come on, man. That's like, you got to be ready for that stuff. Hey, Will, as we, watching Russ. <laughs> as we start uh, winding down on this one, man, and I appreciate your time. I, I could talk to you for hours about this stuff. It's always amazing. I'll never forget that time, bro. We were hanging out in Vegas. And you're just like casually eating your buffalo wings and just called out like four straight. <laughs> you called out four straight plays in a row. And I was just sitting down. I was like, nah, there's no way. Like he had to know something. It was just amazing. So oh, the, Ra- the Raiders, Raiders, the Raiders uh, football team game. Yeah, last year. Hey, uh, what's like, is there anything that changed for you after one game? Um, maybe like there was a team coming into the year that you had high hopes for or low hopes for. And that week one really like blew your mind. How would you? You talking about you talking about as in right now? Yeah, I'm talking about like right now. Just it, it doesn't need to be like a hot take or anything. It's just like what was it coming into the coming into the season or into week one that kind of you know shocked you? It could be positive or negative. Um. Oh, let me get to these games, man. Let me pull up these scores. I need to I need to look at the games. Um, I think what shocked me was. It's like shocking, but not shocking, but how like anemic Dallas was. Yeah. Like just okay, they're 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 lacking another receiver. All right, you know, but man, it's like they just look they just look so so basic and so regular. You know what I mean? And that like that was shocking to me. Um I, I expected a lot out of the Colts. I thought they were going to run right through Houston, um, but but they end up. T- I told y'all y'all sleeping on Davis Mills, <laughs> best quarterback in that draft. Y'all keep sleeping. I'm telling you. Yeah. So those things those those are things I was confused with. Um, oh, actually, it surprised me. I thought the numbers don't really show, but I thought Mariota played pretty well versus um, uh, New Orleans. Yeah, he looked all right. He had that one bad turnover in the red zone. But uh, right. I, I, th- I think with him, it's like, you know, he's always been snake bit by injuries. That's the thing that's plagued him the most. Right, right. When it comes b- back, to, back to Dallas real quick, I, I was so off them coming into this season. Like, and I don't even want to get called a hater because I picked Philly to go to the Super Bowl. And that's not, there's no team that I hate more than them, right? But like trying to, trying to be a, a professional here, coming into it, I felt like Dallas losing Amari, losing Gallup until he comes back. They lose Cedric right. Wilson, too, who anytime this dude stepped in for one of those guys last year, it was like four for 80 yards and a touchdown, and he's in Miami right. now. And I know Dallas, like, shout out to Micah Parsons because he made three stops inside the red zone that, led, the red to, zone. Oh, yeah. that led to field goals for Tampa. That game could have been way worse than it was yesterday. That could have been horrible. So, yeah, like, what is it with And CD? I'm happy for Julio. Yeah, I mean, that's my guy. I love Julio. Julio is back. Yeah. What's you said? What is it with CeeDee Lamb? Yeah, like, what is it? Do you, do you think he could be, like, a, a true alpha wide receiver in the league? Because like, that's, I think, that's a I lot just of think, things that people I think are he's not. Right I think he's not strong enough. I think that's the only thing. I think he's very talented, but, but I just think he's not strong enough to, to be that guy. Because I, I feel like guys can get their hands on him. 
Um, but also too, I just feel like he got to he got to get in sync with Dak because right now he's the he's the only guy. I feel like I know it's only week one, but I'm, I promise you, Tampa was not worried about any other receiver other than him. They they weren't. Um, so that's a problem. Yeah. In order been- to in order to be in order to be the guy. You need to be pretty strong. Think about receivers who had like who really didn't have a Robin, you know, like Calvin Johnson and Larry Fitzgerald and um, you know, Amari or um what's his name? Josh Gordon when he was in Cleveland. Like these are these are some big, strong, physical tough receivers. Yeah, physical, you know, TO. Um, just like like guys like that, where yeah, we're we're getting that ball across the middle, Michael Irvin. You know, so interesting, bro. Like, if you look at Jamar Chase, like he's he's strong, and they were trying to take his head off when they played the Steelers. He was getting the ball, nobody in between uh, defenders, middle field, like wherever he was getting the ball, getting teed off on. But he was so strong, he's he's able to. And I'm just not sure if like. CD is built like that. Yeah. Like that was my concern going into the season. I was like, man, if he just, if he can put on a little mass and just be that strong receiver, like Dez, like Dez was like that, mm-hmm. you know, Miles Austin was like that when yep. he ended up being the dude, just see strong dudes. So we shall see. We shall see. Well, you're the man, dude. I, I appreciate your time. Thank you for uh, coming on. I had to, I, I had to have you as my first guest on here. When I was gonna. By the way, Geno Smith is perfect right now. He's seven for seven, eighty-nine yards in a TD. Well, that's because I got plus seven right now on the Seahawks. I don't know many people that didn't take Denver in this one, so uh, I'm hoping once I get off here and I watch the second half, I'll be cashing this ticket later. But, well, where can people <laughs> where where can people find you, man? And uh, again, I appreciate your time, dude. Yeah, just go to at Will Blackman on on all socials at Will Blackman. The wine MVP. There I am. Hi, my dog. Yo, Will, appreciate you, man. We'll, we'll chat soon, dude. Thanks, buddy. Like yes, sir. Mother's Day is almost here, and you can get her the most beautiful time-tested gift around. A watch she can wear every day for movement. Whether mom's into classic dress watches, rare and refined ceramics, or tried and true bestsellers, movement has something she'll love. And right now you can save big on the best Mother's Day gift ever with up to 50% off site-wide during movement's Mother's Day sale at MVMT.com. Again, that's up to 50% off at MVMT.com.